Welcome to the Chicago Poetry Tour podcast, produced by the Poetry Foundation, publisher of Poetry Magazine. This is tour number 19, the DuSable Museum of African American History. This tour describes the founding of the DuSable Museum and features poetry by Kureish Ali Lanzana. The Chicago Poetry Tour is a multimedia tour of poetry written in and about Chicago. It features a wide range of poets, set in a variety of neighborhoods and landmarks. The tour explores 22 sites around the city and showcases the dynamic and legendary history of poetry in Chicago through archival and contemporary recordings of poets and scholars, local musicians, and historic photos. You can take the whole tour for free at poetryfoundation.org. In 1961, a group of Chicago artists and educators, including Margaret and Charles Burroughs, set out to create a museum devoted to black history and culture. The collection began in the Burroughs' home and was first known as the Ebony Museum. In 1973, the museum moved to its present location and was renamed in honor of Jean-Baptiste Point du Sable, a fur trader who was Chicago's first non-native settler. Today, it is one of the nation's premier institutions devoted to the art, history, and culture of the African diaspora. The DuSable's collection highlights the accomplishments and contributions of African Americans, but also deals with the history of the slave trade. When the sun comes back and the first quail calls, follow the drinking gold. You can see documents and artifacts from this shameful chapter in American history. Poets have also drawn from the tragic stories and heroic figures of the era. The great liberator Harriet Tubman is brought to life in a series of first-person poems by Quraysh Ali Lansana, who teaches at Chicago State University. This poem concerns Tubman's first trip back to Maryland, a slave state, two years after she had escaped to the North, leaving her husband behind. No one knew she was coming, and no one knew where she had gone. She did not tell uh, her mother that she was leaving. She did not tell her brothers um, because she'd learned that they were going to be sold south as a family uh, on a chain gang. Um, and she did not tell her husband, whose name was John Tubman. This was her first of many trips south to help others find their way to freedom. And so she made her first trip back to get John. She made her first trip back for love. The poem is called Long Way Home, and it's in the voice of Harriet Tubman. John, Lord knows you still vexed. Reckon me too if my wife stole off during sleepy night. God and the devil only souls up at that hour. Even if I knows she's about to be sold south. Even if I knows she was leaving, and you did. You so troubled when I talk about leaving. Call me a fool. Call me could Joe. Five years with you, John. Your wife bout to be sold away. Just cause you free, this don't worry you none. You laugh. Dunno if I'd miss your laugh if I was in the South, though. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Got a room in Philadelphia, John. 
ain't big but clean. Enough room for us, some cheering too. Yo, baby, I ain't too old just yet. Just round 31, I think. Make us a home, John. One where we's both free. Free from the lashes shadow. Free like the Lord mean. Got this suit for you, John. Ain't nobody worn these clothes before. Walk proud in these clothes. These is free man's clothes. Harriet Tubman made it to the outskirts of the plantation and sent a messenger in to get John. What she learned is that during the course of those two years, John Tubman had made other plans. The next poem is called Faithless. It's in the voice of John Tubman, but begins with one of Harriet's more famous quotes. I would have freed thousands more if they had known they were slaves. Faithless. Heard on the wind you come back for me. Didn't think you come back for me. Didn't think you come back at all. Been so long my skin grew tired. This life too hard to know all alone. Caroline cover me just fine. She a quilt against the cold in my blood. She mend the torn spots in my soul. Ain't got no mind to leave this place. Go on, Moses, find your promised land. Mines is here beside this fire, with folks we knows from when we's born. When Harriet learned that John had remarried, she was heartbroken. Two years is a long time, and, you know, we have to remember that during this, this moment in American history, Africans disappeared every day. So she didn't, he didn't know whether or not she was dead or alive, and um, if she were alive, why she'd come back, you know, to Maryland. But um, that didn't make her feel any better. She, she had come back for him, and she was devastated. And she put that heartache and that energy into what we know as significant American history. The last poem called Hole, H-O-L-E, is in Harriet's voice. This suit of clothes just as empty as a sky with no stars. Two years of working, saving money. Then John dropped out my heart. I don't want to see his wife. I knows that she is me. I could go in, shooting the rifle, let my angry run free. Best not. Just my temper rising. No use stoking dead fire. But to see his face one more time. Now, Lord, just you on high. If he make do without me now, I can make do, Lord. I can make do. For the old man is a weed to carry freedom. Follow the drinking board. For the old man is a weed for carrying freedom. Kuresh Ali reading three poems from his book, They Shall Run, Harriet Tubman Poems. Go 
This has been the Chicago Poetry Tour podcast. This was tour number 19, the DuSable Museum of African American History. The narrator was Patty McKinney. The opening music is by the Deep Blue Organ Trio, used with permission of Delmark Records. The full tour with 22 sites is available for free. You can take the multimedia tour online or download audio files at poetryfoundation.org. I'm Ed Herman. Thanks for listening.